It is a truth universally acknowledged that lying to one's friends for months and months at a time is considered poor behavior. Is it even considered friendship? It's mm, a good question. That's what I'm. Come on, man. I mean, secrets can be a part of friendship. I think. Okay, I I hear you on that, but can I just say that I've heard somewhere that secrets are no fun and that they always hurt someone. <laughs> Got a secret in the deep Did you hear that they brought that show back for another season? You know, I saw something like on Twitter or something. It's called like Pretty Little Liars colon something else or Pretty Little something. And it's got, like, some of the same people. I This is literally me going off of, like, a picture. Sure. It's a couple of the same people and then, like, some other people. I heard so Rodney I don't know. Dangerfield was in it. Shut up. And he, somehow he still gets no respect. Wow. He goes back to school? Yeah. Cool. You know how it is. Takes up golf. Yeah. Coaches a soccer team. Yeah. Does what he needs to do. That's awesome. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. I, I gave up with Pretty Little Liars before it ended, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. Now we know where you stand. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> when I think about the the stress. Anyway. 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 <laughs> so, um, welcome to the Meeting Jane podcast. My name is Becky, and I'm Caleb. And we together, the two of us, have decided to read Jane Austen novels together and talk about them into microphones. Word. She's read fun. them before, and this is my first time. Yeah. And surprise! I- surprise! Surprise! <laughs> And uh, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, and uh, I read Pride and Prejudice, loved mm-hmm. it, and now we're reading Emma, and it's all right. <laughs> we're not done yet. Final judgments <laughs> will be withheld. That's right. Um, okay, so for today, we read Emma by Jane Austen, chapters 46 through 48, and things are getting heated. Happening, 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 for so, real. So, let's dive in. Let's go. So, chapter 46... Um, it's a big deal, guys. It's a really big deal. And I said to Kilo ahead of time, I was like, you're not going to believe what happened in this chapter. She did say that. And I was, I honestly was just like, I don't think you're going to know. I don't think you're going to see it coming. I didn't. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. So anyway, um, so chapter 46, Mr. Weston shows up at Hartfield to see Emma and he's like, Emma, I need you. Let's go. I got to bring you back to... To see Mrs. Weston. And Emma's like, what? Why? What you are you know, talking like, about? This, yeah, yeah. this is alarming behavior, you know? And um, and he won't tell her. And they go back and forth for a while. They're walking. She pleads, you know. must tell me. She starts to, like, say is something terrible. Yeah, wrong? yeah. She's yeah. like, you have to tell me, like, if everybody in my family is okay. Like, you're, yeah. you're really scaring me. I don't know why he didn't bring a carriage with him. Because they walk back. I'm I wonder sure. if things, it would have taken a while Too long. to get stuff together. It's just like, forget it, I'm just going to run. Yeah. So, um, so she goes back with him and I'm trying to, um, yeah, just making sure I'm not going too fast. And she gets back to the house and Mrs. Weston is there and she does not look well. And Which I was afraid they were going to say she's dying. I know. Like yeah. Um, cause her husband is just so distraught. And she's like, oh, Emma, thank God. Um, You're not going to believe this, whatever. And then she reveals that Frank Churchill and Miss Fairfax are engaged. (laughs) And that they have been engaged. Since October, which is before she met him. Crazy. 
see. I was like, shit. what the hell did I just read? I yelled down the back. I was like, what? Engaged? <laughs> and then she was like, Haha, wait, who? I yeah. Like, who? <laughs> yeah, so I did. How many I people like, get engaged who? in these three chapters? <laughs> um, I'll and tell you who. Emma is horror struck is the word that's used. Um, it's like, you know, of all of the pairings, this is Emma's job, right? She, she pairs people off in her mind and in real life sometimes. And she, it's like, it has never occurred to her, even though some people have, have thrown out different possibilities of Jane Fairfax. She just so doesn't like Jane Fairfax. She's always like, nah, nah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, totally, totally shocked. So the the reason that they're so worried, the Westons, is because they think that Emma is in love with Frank Churchill. Yeah. So they're just like, we're so sorry. Like, we, we've been holding out hope that you were going to marry him. And, you know, I know that you really care about him. And, and there this were is... signs. They, yeah. People thought that something was going on between them. Clearly, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, they they don't know what we know about Emma's state of mind about Frank Churchill. Because when yes. I heard it, it wasn't like, oh, poor Emma. It's just no. like, what? what? You know, so so that ends up being like the whole thing that the Westons are really um, worried about. And Mr. Weston is not in there for this conversation. He's like pacing outside mm-hmm. and then um, he gets brought in and gets his mindset um, to rest. It's amazing the way Emma says it. She's like, look, let me just put you at ease yes. so you know that everything, like, I, I haven't, um, we haven't been into each other for a while. Yes. But it did exist. Yes. There was a time where I, I thought very much that yeah. he liked me and felt me. Right. Um, and wanted to uh, pursue something. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we stopped it a few months back. Like, something like that. Yeah. She, she's no, saying, you're, that's right. Which uh, is pretty jacked up when you think about it. The whole thing about them possibly kissing, but she turned them down. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Just really brings Frank Churchill's character into question even more so. Yeah. Um, Emma is really like, um, she says that, like, I have escaped, you know, unscathed or whatever. But, like, the more she thinks about it, the more she's like, what a jerk. Yeah. This whole time he's been very, very willingly deceiving all of us. Um, and she talked so much shit about her to him. Yes. Yeah, she feels like such an idiot, yeah. Emma, because of it. Um, she says, how could he tell what mischief he might be doing? How could he tell that he might not be making me in love with him? Very wrong. Very wrong indeed. She's really just like, th- like his behavior is inexcusable. It's messed up. Yeah. So. Um, what does that make you think about Jane Fairfax? Does that change your opinion about her at all? Um, you mean the fact that they've been secretly engaged or that she likes him? The secretly engaged part. So I, it it doesn't make me think less of her. Okay. Because when you think about Jane Fairfax's situation, right? Marrying Frank Churchill is like an amazing step for her. She's supposed to have no prospects. Right. She's supposed to go off and just live with, be a governess. Yeah. So. And they didn't say anything because... Mrs. Churchill wouldn't have approved, so they waited until she passed away, basically. So, oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. That's an important part. But it's so crazy to think, I mean, does it warrant them doing that, you think, for real? Not saying anything to his father? Yeah, you think that's the best choice? Yeah, because um, 
uh, and I, I again I think it's just because it's you can't be like half engaged okay. at this point, you know, and um you're right. I mean, you know, maybe he could have, but he didn't really know his father and Mrs. West, you know, like they're yeah, they're yeah. kind of like reacquainting themselves so, with each other and I think that it was just like it has to be a secret yeah. until we can just be open about it. So that excuses the secrecy but not his behavior. Right. And in Jane Fairfax's defense she didn't see this behavior in him until after they sure. were engaged. Yeah. You know, and... Is that why she was all flustered and ran that one time? Yeah, well, I think so. Like, wow. I think a lot of the weird behavior that Jane Fairfax has been showing this whole time is because of... Because she has been, you know, having to keep the secret to herself and then watch her fiancé act like such a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. like so often. And flirt very openly with Emma and make all these Spend like no time with her in right? front of everybody else and be, basically be at Emma's side the entire time. Yeah. And he's like actively trying to make everybody think that they're not together. So, yeah. and he's going probably a little bit far and that probably messed with her head. And so sure. ultimately that's why she, you know, that last part where Jane like is avoiding, avoiding, avoiding Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know why. I think we, yeah, we kind of understand that that's why. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's crazy, right? It's a big, some it changes right things. There. Yeah, it changes yeah. things. So. It does make a lot of the book more interesting. Yes. In hindsight. Yes. Um, I really like, yeah, say. I guess maybe, Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you had, I mean, obviously, if you had known, it would have been different. Um, Sure. I like how Emma says, here have we been the whole winter and spring completely duped, fancying ourselves all on equal footing of truth and honor with two people in the midst of us who have been carrying, uh, carrying round and comparing and sitting in judgment on sentiments and words that were never meant for both to hear. They must take the consequence if they have heard, heard each other spoken of in a way not perfectly agreeable. Like, it's their own damn fault yeah. if they heard something about the other that they did, shouldn't have because, you know, and she's just like, you know, Emma's just like going through it and she's like, oh my God, like, we all have been acting like they're not together and yeah. so there probably have been real missteps along for the way, real. you know, and it's not nice to feel that way. In any circumstance, and especially in this time when, yeah, like, for sure. what you say and how you do things very is very important. So, F that guy. Hell yeah, in the butt. <laughs> no, sorry, that was gross. I, mean, I don't know why I said that. I didn't even mean it. Like, it just felt like the right thing, but... <laughs> hmm. Take it back. Do you want to do a? Do you want to do a? What happened? Uh, (laughs) Against me, right? Yeah. Hey, a what happened? Or or Frank Churchill? No. Can I just say the rest of that clip is hilarious? I'm gonna win a wet wagon. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It is really good stuff. Best in show, everyone. If you're wondering where the what happened comes from, watch it. Okay, chapter forty-seven. So this is classic Emma debriefing, and the first thing that she thinks of once she's back by herself is poor Harriet. Yeah. Because Harriet, in Emma's mind, is, is ready, in love with Frank Churchill. Ready for Frank to propose, or she's ready to go for it, Yeah. pursue. Yeah. So... Frank, she And she thinks to herself, Frank Churchill has behaved really poorly, um, you know, this whole time. Mm-hmm. 
but she herself, Emma, has also behaved poorly because of the way she's encouraged Harriet now. Encouraged by not. Yeah. She she did well. Yeah. As best as she, she did could. a lot better than she, she did. did. She yeah. did as best as she could at the time. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, well, not obviously, but it, it, to to me, it feels like this has been a huge uh, story of growth for Emma. Yeah, definitely. Where she was and how she feels about others and the way that she responds to people and gets caught up. Um, I mean, you see her get caught up in things with Harriet. You see her get caught up in things with Frank Churchill in a way where she's just really mean and mm-hmm. terrible. And um, yeah, so you see this progression of her shutting things down and I'm not going to do that again and feeling remorse. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and she she tries to do things differently than last time. She really does. And then that does not always work perfectly. No. But it's it's a step in the right direction. It's a correction and then she can keep correcting. You know, like with of this, course. she's like I'm not going to encourage her to be with Frank Churchill, but she does kind of. She chooses not right. to say it and, you know, like she did with yeah, Elton, yeah. but it's still not quite yeah, right, or at least is what she kind of is is seeing. So, anyway, um, and then she thinks, well, you know, if Harriet's not going to be okay, at least Jane Fairfax is now going to be all set. <laughs> yes. You know, so um, and no wonder she was upset with Emma is what she kind of realizes. Makes now. sense. Um, so she goes. So she's like dreading telling Harriet the way the Westons were dreading telling Emma. Emma is now dreading telling Harriet about the secret engagement. Mm-hmm. And all of these people are worrying for nothing. <laughs> the Westons and yes, Emma are worrying right, for right. nothing. Because when Harriet shows up, she already knows. Did you have you heard the news? She and pops Emma's in the like, door like that. Yeah, and Emma's like, No, what do you mean? What news? Like you can't possibly know because right. you would be devastated. And the Westons gave me some information. Yeah, Mr. Weston just told her. And he's like, wait, wait. She's like, wait, uh, what she wants to say, yes. but she doesn't want to spill the beans so what until. Do you, what do you know? Yeah, what exactly? What do you know? Tell me. <laughs> Give me just a few nuggets. Yeah, yeah. And Chicken it's, McNuggets. And Mr. Weston had been like, don't say anything, Emma. So it's, it's hilarious that it he is. just like tells Harriet. But he probably just figures that Emma would tell her anyway. Why so. would he tell Harriet though? I don't know. Like, he's not her friend. I mean, they're acquaintances. But I don't know. Like, what he just? What does he do? Does he get in the carriage and ride over there, or does his ass go running again to her house? He to told say, me. He told me it was to be a great secret, and therefore I should not think of mentioning it to anybody but you. But he said you knew it, so he must just think that Harriet is going to be a, of what's the word I'm looking for? Like a and. A locked box. Okay. Maybe he told her because a then she steel could trap. go speak to Emma about it. Yeah, yeah. She could have somebody she could speak right. to. About. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, yeah, but I did think that was odd. Um, so he, so she already knows. And and then there's this whole like, but I thought you were in love with him. And Harry's like, what? You thought I was in love with him? Yeah. And, uh. I, I, okay, so yeah. when she first says, like, yeah, it's no big deal. Like, why would it bother me? Yeah. Um, I felt good for Harriet. Yeah. And then, please continue. Yeah. And you already knew, right? Because of Clueless, the movie. Yes. Yeah. And you can picture Paul Rudd and his perfectly ageless face. So so here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't know before this part. Yeah? When she said it wasn't Frank Churchill. Oh, okay. Then I was like, okay, it is Mr. Martin. Or no. I'm not, not yes. Mr. Martin, excuse me, yeah. um, Mr. Knightley. Right. 
Yeah. Um, oh, good. Sorry okay. to, to ruin it before you could say it. No. But uh, no, you didn't. No, that's that's good. Okay, I didn't realize. I was that's awesome. hoping. Yeah. That she would say Mr. Martin. Right. Because you don't. There's so many things that are different than yeah. the movie. Yeah. So I, it's like hard to say what's gonna happen, how, right. who's gonna look yes. who, and blah blah blah. Um, except for probably some of the bigger parts of, of the movie, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, but yeah, I, I was not expecting her to say that. Oh, okay, awesome, very no. good. But then you remember? Do you remember like the dance yes, scene? That, and that part's does. been in yes. my mind. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not even gonna do it. We've right. got nine chapters left in this book. Yeah. That's something that happened so much earlier on. Right. I mean, at that maybe halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this Frank Churchill and Jane Fairfax thing. There's no equivalent in Clueless. No, I was trying to figure that yeah. out too. There isn't one. I don't think. The only thing is Christian that. Cher really likes, um, who ends up being gay. Yeah. He's the only person I can think of That's as Churchill. a Frank Churchill, like... I thought that was Churchill the whole way. So yeah, I thought, and I think he is, but yes. but obviously they do something very different in right. Clueless than they do in this. I just envisioned uh, Churchill disappearing. Okay. And, you know, they just kind of write him off like that, so it's like to... You don't know if he gets married or if he right. stays single for the rest of his life or for whatever reason. Got it, yeah. So this is just an extra little twist. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, um, so that's that. So then, yeah, Harriet's like, no, I'm Mr. You know, Mr. Frank Churchill. No, Mr. Knightley is the one that I, you know, like or whatever. <laughs> She's like, remember, we talked about how he saved me. And right. Emma's like, yeah, from the gypsies. And Harriet's like, no, at the dance. <laughs> See, that's amazing. And it's a great moment. That's, yeah. that's a good way to do it. So it's Jean been. did a good job, then. Good job, Jean. So it's been a misunderstanding all along. And Emma is not okay with this revelation. She's not, but she handles it better than I expected her to. Okay. Um, right there in her mind, it's another gross part. I, unless I unless I read it incorrectly, because mm-hmm. that happens with me and these books with the wording, you know, kind of mm-hmm. jumbled or whatever. Yeah. But she goes through scenarios in her head. Yeah. Of how, you know what, this is wrong. There's no damn way that this would happen. But then it's like, man, but Harriet doesn't deserve to be hurt. I don't want to crush Harriet. Mm-hmm. So I got to watch that. But then at the same time, like somebody should tell her how stupid she's being to think that she's good enough. Um, for, you know, so she's going through all these things, but she doesn't blurt it all out. She kind of sits there and just lets her keep talking. And I think that that's big of her. Yeah. She has to, um, you know, slap on a, a shitty and grin for the rest of this and, you know, and be like, and, and so we get what's going on in her head, like you said, and it's all these, all of these scenarios and situations of like. Oh, oh, now I have to readjust everything that I've believed, you know, this whole time, the whole Frank Churchill thing is different than I believed. And now this Harriet thing is different than I believed. And, and it's really gross the way that she thinks about Harriet and knowing that she's not good enough for Mr. Knightley. But again, we're just going to suspend our disbelief about that. Yeah, yeah, it's real. There's a really, there's something that, there's something that I noted um, Mr. Knightley and Harriet Smith. It was a union to distance every wonder of the kind. Um, bah, 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 bah. unequal of all connections to take place. 
for his attachment, she must believe to be produced only by a conscience, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, it's just really blatant how much she's just like, Harriet and Mr. Knightley, like, they, yeah. they, they just can't work. It's just, it's, no it's, way. it's like offensive, you know? Yes. And um, she has this realization. About herself. Yeah. Yes. Um, she realizes that, and it's really pretty soon after Harriet says that she likes Mr. Knightley, that um, it darted through her with the speed of an arrow that Mr. Knightley must marry no one but herself. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's like when Harriet says that it's Mr. Knightley, Emma's eyes were instantly withdrawn which I think is really interesting. She sat meditating. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like her eyes, like her eyes are open, but she's now looking inward, yeah. you know, and is no longer seeing the person in front of her. She's yeah. just like, you know, that like tunnel vision you get when like your world is rocked yeah, and you have to course. pretend. And you're going through every single thought and yeah. scenario possible in your head. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And that's when she realizes that she can't live without Mr. Knightley. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so, um, and she thinks about all of her blunders throughout all of this and how she's, you know, acted really like an idiot, um, and that she knows that Harriet's not good enough for Mr. Knightley, but that it's her fault, it's Emma's fault, that Harriet believes that she's good enough. (laughs) I know, when she says something to her, like, what about, like, is it, she mentions Mr. Martin. She does. And then... Harriet, all of a sudden, is a is bitchy in the sense where she's Mr. like, "Mr. Martin, no, indeed." Yeah, right. That dude is beneath me. She's like, kind of doing what I guess. I Emma's hope I know better her. now. Yeah, is what she's because about of Emma him. because yes. she really liked Mr. She, Martin. It's like a monster that she created. Yeah, which is just like in Clueless. That's true. Tide turns. Yeah. Oh, the tide turns. Interesante. She turns yeah. and is like, "You're just." What does she say? You're just a virgin who can't draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. harsh, but deserved, I guess, at that point. That was way harsh, Ty. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they don't have it out like that so much. I mean, it, there is like this, uh, but. Um, and she ends out, she says something, Emma does. Mm-hmm. Some kind of phrase or sentence that is talking about Mr. Knightley. I can't remember what she says, but it I wasn't sure how exactly she meant it, except Harriet was kind of flustered and then her um Emma's dad walks in and kind of end, ends it before she can respond. Hmm. Harriet, I will only venture. So Harriet um is it this part? Hmm. Oh yeah. Ha- Emma asked her if if, she, if Harriet believes that Mr. Knightley has feelings back for her. And Harriet's like, yeah, I think so. Here are the, the things that have happened that make me think that he may have feelings for me, too. Um, and then Emma says something to, like, like, Mr. Knightley would never... That's right. Harriet, I will only venture to declare that Mr. Knightley is the last man in the world who would intentionally give any woman the idea of his feeling for her more than he really does. Yeah. Um, okay. And Harriet's just like... Oh, thanks. See, you know? so, so I wasn't sure how she took it. How Harriet, how Harriet seemed took it. ready to worship her friend, 
for a sentence so satisfactory. But then read on a, a bit. More. And Emma was only saved from raptures and fondness, which by her father's footsteps. Okay, see, so I missed that part. Yeah. Right after where she says she's ready to worship her friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Harriet Emma doesn't have to keep, you know, on with it because yeah. So that's that chapter. Yes. Um, and then chapter forty-eight. Um, let's see. Emma needs to be first with Mr. Knightley. That's, that's the, how it starts. She has a moment where she realizes that it's very important to her that she always be first in Mr. Knightley's, um, eyes. Eyes. Exactly. So right now she, you know, feels like she has been, but the idea of him marrying really obviously would change that. Of course. So, um, you know, that's a pretty like devastating, um, feeling and, and just that realization that she, she needs that to be content. Um, but she also says that she's, even though she realizes that she would, she would marry Mr. Knightley, she can't, she still can't marry him. There's a couple reasons because she, her dad, yeah, she would, she can't leave him, right? But when she says that, all I can think of is there's no greater match. He loves your dad. Right. Your, your dad loves him. Right. He already considers him to be kind of like a son. Yeah. Um. He he wouldn't care that you were all over there all the time or whenever mm-hmm. you needed to or that you had to go over there together because he spends so much time there as it is. I mean, at this point, we could probably see that a lot of it is because he wants to see Emma probably. Yeah. But, I mean, the three of them are almost already a family. Yes. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, who else is he going to bring in? Right. Or would she bring in, excuse me? I think she just assumes that, you know, getting married would just separate her too much from her dad. Even though you're yeah. right. I mean, in this situation, I mean, there's no better, you know, if she did was going to marry, this would be the guy to do it because she wouldn't have to, she wouldn't really have to leave her father. Yeah. She wouldn't be that far away. Um, so she decides she can't really see Harriet. <laughs> Until Mr. Knightley comes back. That makes sense. So they, she kind of like, you know, sends Harriet a letter saying like, you know, I'm busy, whatever. Um, <laughs> and because uh, and she wants to see what um, what Mr. Knightley is like with Harriet, because that's kind of what she's got to feel it out a little right. bit. So Mrs. Weston comes over, has just seen Jane Fairfax and um this we've kind of already covered. Yeah. Uh, she's talking about how Jane Fairfax is doing, you know, as her now soon to be daughter-in-law mm-hmm. um, and how much she has really suffered because of the private engagement. Yes. And, um, but that she clearly does love Frank Churchill. Frank Churchill. So, you know, she's happy to see that. I think That's Mrs. Good. Weston. Um, Emma, again, regrets how she has spoken about Jane Fairfax. Um, You know, just knowing that the things that she said, especially about Mr. Dixon, you know, she was like, she was um, speculating and spreading rumors to Frank Churchill, who is her secret fiance, who is Jane Fairfax's secret fiance this whole time, that Jane possibly had some sort of like you know, tawdry, probably not a fair, but, you know, something courtship happened. or it something. Yeah, a closeness close. yeah. with Mr. Dixon, which mm-hmm. is, you know, not okay. Um, and she just feels really bad for not, not for doing that, but also for just being such a, like, willful 
bad person to Jane Fairfax and mm-hmm. not like trying to embrace what could have been a friendship between the two of them. Yeah, that was crazy to yeah. see that, to see her admit that, man, they could have been great friends because um, she was intelligent and yeah. she read and, and all these other things that Emma did. And then even kind of talks about how they would have been better friends than her and Harriet. Yeah, they have more in common. Yeah. And they're probably on more of an equal footing. Yes. Um, But that's part of what Emma didn't like, right? Like, she she didn't want somebody she that she would have to feel comp- competing yeah. with. Exactly. So, um, so you know, the chapter kind of ends with um, it's being kind of like a sad day at Hartfield. The weather mm-hmm. is really bad. It's very gloomy, which matches, like, her mood and everything. And her thoughts are, um, she starts thinking about how sad it's going to be at Hartfield when Mr. Knightley marries <laughs> Harriet and, <laughs> um, and Jane and Mr. Churchill go off to Enscombe and, um, she lists, oh, she's sure that Mrs. Weston will probably have a baby. And so they're going to be, you know, off doing their thing. Yeah. And just the whole, like, they're just going to be lonely, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and not having Mr. Knightley, like, come around anymore is just going to be really sad. I hear you, but I don't see that happening. Well, it's because you've seen Clueless. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> Plus, uh, we're too far into the book. Yeah. For this to not make its way. Into, right. Well, at least that's how I feel. Maybe yeah. I'll be surprised. Yeah, you never know. Um, but Emma does have a moment at the end of the chapter where she thinks that at least she can feel good about how she, how her conduct... She is growing and she's becoming more rational and she's learning to... Re- she, she is regretting fewer of her actions yeah. you know and and so she does find like some comfort in that um yes but but yeah do you do you see i just wanted to ask you this is a little bit of a sidebar but i think this chapter with the frank churchill revelation is similar to the well in terms of the book and like the turning point to when you learn that lydia and Mr. Wickham. Oh, run away. Have run away. Yeah, that's a good point. Because it, it like, it sort of accelerates, you know, yes. it's a scandal. Yeah. And it sort of accelerates the the rest of whatever's going to happen. True. To that's send a good our, point. To send our heroine into the so arms. that's kind of something of that is in, is in that, is that in all the books? There's always that kind of piece like that? Um... I think so. I think there's always always going to be something. I don't remember Scandal. There's definitely Scandal. There's probably a Scandal in all of them. Uh, of uh, some kind. I mean, this is a pretty light Scandal. I was going to say, this one, I mean, yes, it's a Scandal. It's a secret. But they both love each other. Yeah. And it's not They're as single. Yeah. <laughs> consenting They're adults. adults. Yeah. 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 It's not like they did run away together. She that didn't get pregnant ahead of time. Up. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Um, but, but that goes to show you, that's what's so different about Emma. Cause I would say the other books, the stakes are higher typically, um, like this in terms of story and, but this book in, in terms of action is not yeah. as crazy, but it's, you know, it, like you said, seeing Emma's growth throughout I the thing. I think that's thing. a big piece because Her. Emma says it early on in the book. I could just live here with my dad forever and then get married to whoever I want later on. Yeah, that's right. She I'm has enough, enough money. She doesn't need to, she doesn't need yeah. to get married. It's, it's totally unique for the Jane Austen heroines. So, well, um, it's cool that she did that. Yeah. Right. Changes it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, so that's, 
that's it for our selection this week. All right. Sorry it took us two weeks to get here, guys. I don't know if anybody other than Bianca noticed or cared. <laughs> well, but... I mean, I apologize <laughs> for it not being there. But at the same time, I also feel good about it. Yeah. We needed the week off. We did. Yeah. We had a lot going on. Exactly. No, nothing bad. No, Just yeah. Super busy. Yeah. And but then we went right right back to yes it. yes and we are tantalizingly close to being Six done chapters. with Emma. It's crazy. Two more episodes, yeah, guys. Two more eps. Yep. So buckle up. It's gonna be one wild last two episodes. You know what? I I really this is a challenge to you, any of you listeners, to write in, tell us what you think is gonna happen. Oh yeah. Even if it's a sentence. Yeah. Um, if you want to um, leave an email. Uh, Becky will share the email address and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. um, if you want or to tweet, tweet it, mm -hmm. whatever. That's totally oh, fine. Oh, you know what I did too? What's that? I forgot to say this. I did a little survey. Uh -huh. Do I have my phone up here? Yes, it's on the I did a survey on Twitter a couple weeks ago um, about. <laughs> this was good. Um, sorry, guys. About. Um, what did people think about the way that Mr. Knightley spoke to Emma? I said, what did you think of Mr. Knightley telling Emma off after the incident on Box Hill? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I had three choices. He was out of line. She had it coming. <laughs> or somewhere in between. Do you want to guess what the results were? She had it coming. 64% voted for she had it coming. Wow. So that was the majority. 36% had somewhere in between. Okay. Zero said that Mr. Knightley was out of line. Yeah. Which I think is saying something for, you know, this, uh, you know, feminist moment that we're having in history. You would think that you wouldn't want to hear a man tell a woman off, but she had it coming. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you can tweet at us your predictions for what's going to happen at Meet Jane Podcast or email us at meetingjanepodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Um, join us next week for the next installment. Join us next week for our second to last podcast <laughs> in the series Meeting Jane Part 2. <laughs> Yeah, Holla at your boy, holla at your girl. You can find me on my Instagram, 54 Shades of Who Your Business. Wow. Yeah. Um, and my Twitter handle is what, what? Yep, I said it. Um, so feel free to send me all the information you got. I want to know what did you eat last night? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yeah. We don't have anything to so clean much. tonight. No, we don't. You want to high five? Or we'll do a handshake. <laughs> the quietest form. Well, of, a of fist greeting. bump. No, I'm I mean, not a fist bump and punch you. Um, Shake my hand and then I'll do this. <laughs> that was the there sound you go. of that my works. hand shaking. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a kiss later. Okay. Thanks again, everyone. We'll Thank you. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, everyone.